Lois. And I'm Enjo. So we've been living together for a year and a half and we've had our fair share of absolute disasters when it comes to the male species, love and relationships. You name it and one of us has probably experienced it. So if you want to hear about some hilarious sex stories, failed situationships with a dash of heated debate, welcome, welcome to, to the, the Ho-Face. Ho-Face. And welcome back, episode three of the Ho Face. Yeah, baby. (laughs) If you didn't know already, I am Lois. And I am Emma. Why did I say Emma? My name's (laughs) Emma. Sorry. Oh Um, my god. I'm Emma. Em. Are you alright? Apparently not. My name's (laughs) Emgem. Her name's Emgem, not Emma. (laughs) I love how you're looking at the mic. Yeah, I'm like, hello. Look at us. I know. We are giving... I don't feel like I'm very comfortable. (laughs) But we're trying to be profesh. Look at this. I was telling the girls at work this week, I was like, we are fully upgrading the podcast. Who knows? Next week we'll have a sound booth. (laughs) Next week we're going to have like the studio lights. I want Mm. a big sign that says the hoe phase. Do you? I would love one. (laughs) Does my bank account agree? No. 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 We had to take Kev to the vets this morning. He oh, had his first baby. vaccination. Little babies. He was so well behaved. He was really well behaved, but he was so scared, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like this the whole time. He was like, oh, oh looking up. But it was really, really sad. Oh, but he was just an absolute delight and the vet was lovely. Yeah, he was really nice. Yeah. What have you been up to? I got my hair done yesterday. I just didn't have it cut because the last time I went to the hairdressers, I went, do you know what? Chop it all off. I then went to the hairdressers yesterday. And I said, I want to grow my hair out. <laughs> and she looked at me and she was like, are you for real? And I was like, yeah, I think I went a bit too short last time. You have this battle every I, time. I just, I, it's like, because I don't have the time in the morning to get up to make myself look nice. I literally throw on my work uniform and I'm off to work unless I start at 12 o'clock. I'm getting up at five o'clock in the morning most days. Yeah. I haven't got time to make my hair look nice and put wax in it and whatever as a short haired girly no I just want to i just want to roll out of bed and be like huh i look okay i think because of how short it is at the moment as well like i'm trying to grow out the fr- i had a fringe last year which looked cute but again when i didn't have time to style it it was like not yeah the one. i really loved the fringe me too but i just didn't i didn't have time to style it and it would like go like this and I'd be giving Claudia when it would go and like what for our audio listeners? It would go like um like spider legs on my forehead when I was sweaty, and it would like stick to me. And then sometimes I would give Claudia Winkleman a run for her money. Speaking of Claudia Winkleman, oh my god, the traitors! Oh my god, I love this TV. Show. I said it to you yesterday. Yeah, didn't I? I was like, there, there is nothing. Nothing that has come out on British television that has been as good as The Traitors. I agree. Spoilers. So um, if you haven't watched it, please skip this part. You know, we'll see you in the next part. But the highlight for me this week was the downfall of Paul. Oh my God. Wasn't that fucking magnificent? I think it... Do you know what? I really like Paul. Kind of controversially, actually. Yeah. Nobody likes him. No one likes him. I really liked him. He was a brilliant traitor. Yeah, I thought he was such a good traitor. And the way I said it to you was that he was this season's Amanda. Yes. Like, everybody loved him. 
everyone was like, yes, you're great. And then when he obviously turned on Miles, that was, I said to you, didn't I? I was like, he's gone untouched again. He has yeah. come up at that round table maybe four times now. Like, but well, spoiler alert, before he leaves. Like, before <laughs> he got banished. But like, he came up several times. King Jazz was like, Paul is a Jazza traitor. Christie. Jazza Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Jazza Christie. He's, he's been saying from the get-off, Paul, 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 Paul. And everybody's been, like, questioning Paul at the round table. And then it's come to it and Paul's gone, well, actually, I'm deflecting. And nobody's picked up on it until Thursday night. It was just oh, incredible. I think, I think something that Jazz obviously noticed was that Miles put Paul's name down. Yes, no one else picked up on Nobody that. Else I don't know up how. It. Neither do I. Ha! Lo and behold, everyone fucking voted for Paul, and it was like, <gasps> and the reaction. Oh my god! It was just incredible. incredible. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite like it. No, this is this season. It's been brilliant. The traitors have just dominated. Yeah, like last year. Last year was great. Yeah, but. The traitors weren't as on it. There was only Wilf who was, like, going completely undetected. Yeah. They've managed to get three traitors out, like, already. But they're still, like, this is the, last night's episode. They, they're still recruiting. Yeah. So they obviously recruited Andrew. Yeah. He just looks terrified. Yeah. All the time. Like, yeah. now he, he's coming round to it, like, in last night's episode. Yeah. He was, like, kind of, like, all for it. But I mm. think it's because... Harry's kind of like Harry's gonna brought win. Him in. Harry, Harry, gonna win. Harry, for no, sure. He's not gonna win. He's got to win. Yeah, but but Jazz is on to him. Jazz is on to him. And will Ross let it happen? I think not. No, he's got to avenge or die, King Ross. Before last night's episode, we were both like, Harry's gonna win. Harry's gonna win. Harry's gonna win. They then recruit Ross last night. It was the worst decision like, they made. No, but the best decision. Yes. Like, but for the traitors, yeah. worst decision. Yeah. For us as an audience, Brilliant. iconic. Beautiful piece of television. Beautiful piece of Honestly, television. yes. A big, big fan. I applied. I know you did. And I didn't get on it. So, BBC. Claudia Winkleman. I'm looking straight at you, <laughs> right? I would be a great addition. This is my audition. I would be a great addition. <laughs> I would love to be a faithful. However, if I get recruited, I'm going to do a Ross. You went to see Mean Girls. I did. How was it? So, I was apprehensive about it. Yes. Purely because I knew that they'd cut a lot of the songs. I've seen a bootleg with like the original Broadway cast. And I was like, this looks sick. I'm going to see it on West End in September. So, I was like... Yeah, I want to watch this. From the get-off, I was hooked. I was surprised that I was. Yeah. Because I will be honest, the trailer doesn't do the film any justice. That's the reason I didn't want yeah. to go. Because I was like, I'm, I'm not going to waste my money on a film that I probably it's... won't enjoy when I could just wait for it to come out on streaming. No, I promise you, when it comes out, you're going to be like, yeah. Karen is... She's brilliant. Yeah. Like, she's obviously a brilliant character anyway, yeah. but in this film, brilliant. Mm -hmm. Voice, stunning. The dancing, incredible. <laughs> I now have a new girl crush. Mm -hmm. It's Renee Rapp. Girl's gonna make a girl gay. Like, oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, so incredible. And that is the housemate update. Select. It's time for... A 
play Careless Whisper. Okay, so what this, week's, this week's topic is music during sex. Ah, yes. What's your opinion on that? If I can, I will. Every time. I prefer watching a film. Really? Yeah. I get distracted. There's been many occasions where Big Mouth or Wolf of Wall Street always mm-hmm. seems to be one that is on in the background. That's a whole phase on that. I tell you what, there is... <laughs> oh, God. There is one with me and Bruno. Yeah. We were doing the Alien films. This oh, is God. like the first okay. time I watched them. So the first You know what day, I Alien, thought you were going to say? What? Me and Bruno were doing anal. <laughs> no, no, no. And I was like, no. But you would never, for one. No, I wouldn't. We were doing the Alien films, and we were on to the second Alien film. Right. That film is a lot more gory and a lot more jumpy than the first one. We didn't watch any of it. We, Alexa played Careless Whispered the entire film. How long's the film? Like nearly three hours. You, you were non-stop for three hours? Not non-stop. But I was like, going to say, like there was it would have fallen like, off. <laughs> like round one, then a little break. Round two, a little break. Then like actually watched the film and then went again. Three times in three this hours. This was when we were like fresh relationship. Mm. now i'm lucky if i get it once a month i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) no i know you're joking because i can hear you what the heck no you can't yes liar liar our rooms are opposite each other i can hear the bed squeaking right well that's not my fault maybe you know relating back to this topic put some music on and then i won't (laughs) have to hear it yeah we do though but I don't want to put the music too loud because I don't want to wake you up. Because it's normally when we're going to sleepy bubble times. Yeah. So whenever Bruno stays over, <laughs> I always make sure I have my headphones yeah. in my room. Yeah. So I can sleep peacefully. Yeah. You've never heard me. I've heard you a couple of times. Have you? Yes. Your friends with benefits. I heard a time where you were having sex with him, but I remember you telling me this. We actually, didn't yeah. hear you. We just heard <laughs> slapping. I, me and Bruno were sat down here, and Bruno looked at me and he was like, "Do we need to go check on it?" I was like, "I was like, no, 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 no. That, that should be fine." And then it kept getting louder, and I was like, "No, no, no. I'm actually concerned now. Is he like actually physically hurting?" <laughs> Like, there was concern. He was actually physically hurting me, but in but, a good way. No, but like, you know, we were worried that he was like... Beating me up in my own house. Kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> this is like, I think it might have only been like the third time. So we were yeah. like, we were like, is he... No, I think it was the first time. Maybe it... <gasps> it was. It was the first yeah. time because I came downstairs yeah. and I was like, you're never going to guess how old he is. Yeah. Oh my God, that was it. Yes. Yes, because like he was slightly younger than me, yeah. but I thought he was only a couple years younger than me. Turns yeah. out he was about five years younger than me. Nah, that's fine. He was still legal though. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Yeah, music during sex. A yay or a nay? A yay or a nay for me? It's a yay, but just not all the time. A yay majority of the time for me. 
slow. It's time for the listeners' stories. Thank you so much to everybody who has sent one in. Keep them coming. We've got one from a Bruno. The worst date I ever went on. Oh, slay, okay. I was 22 years old. I met a girl for dinner and some drinks at Wagamama's in a Sheffield shopping centre. I love Wagamama's. Mm, Because she also had some shopping to do. Not really my idea of fun, but I went along anyway. Why would you agree to go on a date but go shopping? I'm just not going to lie. I don't know. But that's really weird to me. Like, if you want to go on an actual date, keep the shopping separate until you're, like, comfortable with them. Yeah, that's I agree. That's weird. That is, yeah. Dinner went okay, and I paid for the both of us, you know, because I'm a gent. Yeah. Correct. Okay. However, she didn't offer to pay her own share, which was the first slight ringing of an alarm bell. Yeah, you always offer. Yeah. Like, it's nice to just... Put it out there. Say, mm. I can pay for myself. However, yeah. if they insist on paying, absolutely fine. I think a rule that I think is a good one to go by is if you are on a date and you end up splitting the bill, mm-hmm. it's not a date. No. That is a meet up with it's a friend. It's a meet up with a friend. Something that you need to start doing is if the man that you're with goes, okay, are we going to split? Then go, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. I can't believe that this is happening. I thought this was a date. I didn't realise that we were friends. I completely got the wrong end of the stick. I'm, I'm happy to pay, but like, I take it you, you're not interested in me in that way. Yeah. Then the man will shit themselves because they're like, oh shit, wait, no, that's not the right thing to do. Yeah. So well done to this Bruno for paying. Yes, well done Bruno. I agree she should have, probably should have offered, but at the same time, it's a first date. Yeah. You know? We then moaned around to some shops when I quickly discovered I was on a date with the rudest person in the history of the world. Oh, no. She was rude to the staff in the shops. Oh, that's the worst. She would look at items of clothing and instead of placing them back on hangers or the rails, she screwed them up in a ball and launched them on top of the rails where they didn't even belong. Ick. That is just... That is... That's horrible. Horrible. She also stole a lipstick from a cosmetic counter after the lady wouldn't give her any discount post-haggling. Whilst extremely stressed during this experience, I was slyly checking my phone to see when the next tram out of the shopping centre for a bid to make my escape. At this point, I am now carrying all of her bags. You are too much of a gentleman, Bruno. Absolutely. Not on a first date would I expect the person that I'm with to be carrying my bags. My, my my Bruno, my current Bruno, yes, if I am out and about with him, if he doesn't carry my bag, I'm like, are you, are you all right? Like, t- take my bag off me. <laughs> like, <laughs> why aren't you offering at least? Mm. But on the first date, what, yeah, carrying all the bags. A shopping as well. Shopping date, that's yeah. ridiculous. And I noticed in a shop she wanted to try something on, which I encouraged her to do so and go to the changing room. It was one of those doors that has a gap at the top and the bottom so they can make sure you're not nicking anything. My chance had arrived as she had pulled her top over her head, slung the bags under the door and then ran through the shopping centre as if I'd been chased by a a zombie to the tram stop. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I had escaped. Successfully got on the tram and got back to my flat. I had a stiff drink when getting home to numb the painful, the pain of the awful experience. So this guy went, nah, 
I'm out of here. See you later. Shove their bags and ran. You know what? In any other circumstance, I'd been like, no, you're a fucking dick. But this... This is, yeah, it's I enough. completely understand. I've not seen the lady since, nor do I wish to, but I hope she found another rude... Kleptomatic? Kleptomaniac. Kleptomaniac to be her soulmate. Twelve years later, I'm now happily married Aww. with a six-month-old son and life is good. Oh. My wife does occasionally steal glasses from a pub, though. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck with the pod, pod ladies. Oh, Thank you, Bruno. Next story. Hello, girls. Firstly, I love the podcast. I've been meaning to find a new one to add. My story is called Me and Mr. Major Red Flag. Oh, slay. So, I met this guy about a year and a half ago via work. The moment I saw him, I was like, oh my God, he is beautiful. Oh, we've all had one of them, haven't we? Love at first sight. Anyway, we exchanged Snapchats. How old is this person? I don't know. After speaking for a few weeks in person every time I saw him on break, flirty banter, you know, things soon went from zero to a hundred real quick. Now. On Snapchat. On Snapchat. If you are over the age of 20 and you use Snapchat as a form of communication, grow up. The messages went from flirty to sexy flirty, but I didn't think much of it as I really liked this guy. He only messaged me at night. Why is it always at night? And he'd send me those kind of photos, told me what he couldn't wait to do, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, every time we arranged to meet on his days off from work, it would get to the day he'd offer to come to Chesterfield and get me, then go back to his in Donny, Doncaster. <laughs> For those don't that know. don't know, Donny is Doncaster. The day would arrive, and he'd he'd back out or just leave me undelivered for a few days, then would give me an excuse. Okay, so so far in this story, we have got about five red flags. Major red flags. Snapchat. Don't even get me starting on Snapchat. Messaging on at the night. Sending unsolicited photos from the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Saying that he's going to meet up with you. It coming to the day and leaving you on red. Yeah. Five, he lives in Doncaster. Five, he lives in Doncaster. <laughs> <laughs> we were on and off messaging for months and months. Then one day he got promoted and had to move to Warrington for work. For a few months, meaning the place where we worked and first met he wouldn't be around anymore. Okay, that's kind of sad when you've been like seeing somebody and then they move. Yeah, but it's probably for the best. Well, I had to go to Warrington as part of a training course. Told him and he said I should stop in his accommodation at the place. So after a long day of training, I got showered, shaved, good girl, and ready for him to message me saying, "I'm I'm just next door having a drink. Let me know when you're ready and we can go. So I did. I waited for an hour for him to meet me and he never did. Stuff like that kept happening. He'd slide into my DMs with pictures and videos, memes about sex, etc. One day I was in hospital and left the ward and left the ward for the day to go meet him in Doncaster. Oh, where he left me for three hours waiting and she didn't she didn't know Doncaster at all. So What? What? Then I moved away from my childhood home up to Sheffield it turns out his course was permanently at the Sheffield place as a trainee manager right he messaged me when I was on a night out about my outfit and saying everything he wanted to do to me I'd gotten the job at the Sheffield branch and that's where it all went went downhill even quicker well we're already on a downhill slope like what what how can it go even worse worse? (laughs) 
He'd been doing his usual slide into the DM Snapchat flirting. And when I got my job, he was on the desk when I went to sign my paperwork. He said I should go back to his and he could show me what a good girl I am. And he'd take me to a room at work and fuck me. Oh, really? In work. Speechless. In work. On the front desk. On the front desk. In front of people. Oh, I'd just die. I, I, I'm speechless. I saw him at the desk, asked him what time he finished, and he said in two hours. So I said I could wait and go home with him. He pied me off angrily. I said, well, it's never going to happen then, is it? Wait, he, he pied her promise, off? From the looks of it, yeah. Then why did he say angrily, he wanted to fuck her? <laughs> angrily, I said, well, it's never going to happen then, is it? And he promised it would. He was just not able to that day. So the next day, he said the same thing after work, where he then said, I would have you over, but I've got a new cat and I don't want to leave him on his own any longer than I have. I'm free tomorrow and the day after. I said I'd go home with him and be with his cat. I have a cat myself. I'm a cat person. Anyway, I said I'm free the days he was off as well, so that's fine. Gets to the day where he said he'd be free. Messaged at half past eight in the morning saying, hey, I... Are we still on for today? Just so I know what time to get ready. Left on delivered. This guy. I messaged at half past 12. Or we can leave it. Left on delivered. Babe. (laughs) Half past two. Turn around. I give up at this point. For him to open my Snapchat suddenly. Block me. And then nothing. Wait. What? So he's. What? He arranged to see her. Ignored her all day. Opened her Snapchat and blocked her. This man's a pussy. Big time. Oh my God. I exposed him on socials to support my girlies who he may make moves on after finding out he'd done this to every girl possible. He threatened me over Instagram saying what I'd done would mean worse trouble at work. And to this day, he won't look at me at work. You still work with him. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I I just, I have a question. Did they shag or is this guy a virgin and wanting to lose his virginity? Because the way he is all talk yeah. is ridiculous. It sounds like he's scared to have sex, but he wants to talk about it all the time. I mean, Snapchat for a start, after the age of 20, why the hell are you using Snapchat? I'm sorry. I don't use it for anything. I, but I think no. we have a group chat on there. We have a group chat with our friends, but that's mainly for memory. The only reason why I use Snapchat is for memories. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't... I don't talk to, I maybe talk to like a couple of people from work who are under the age of 20. That's the first red flag. Leaving you constantly undelivered, that, if if you didn't already know him, that for me is red flag, this person's a catfish. Don't shit where you eat. That's my advice. Yes, don't ever do that. Don't do that because that, that it, you're now in a position where <laughs> this person won't look at you at work. Yeah. It's not your it's not your fault by any stretch. You've you've literally just tried to talk to somebody and, and good for you for being like it's never going to happen then is it? Like Yeah, good for you for putting him the in, putting him in his place and like letting him know that that's how you're feeling. But yeah. God. The next story is from a Bruno. Oh my god. We've got a lot of Bruno got, ones today. I love this for us. Okay. The 40 minute relationship 
The 40-minute relationship. The 40-minute okay, relationship. I'm ready for this. It's important to note, firstly, that the 40-minute relationship takes place on my 19th, 20th birthday. I can't even remember the specifics. <laughs> <laughs> and prior to this night out, for the prelude, I was in a bit of a three-way love triangle. Okay. Great. Love that. So... To start the story, the night was great. We went out with a big group of friends, including some from sixth form, university, and some long life, long life, <laughs> long life milk, <laughs> lifelong friends, as well as one of the girls I was dating, whose name was Louise. I would say more friends with benefits at the time, thinking back. So anyway, we go out and have a brilliant night until we get the urge. Not the urge. The urge. And we decide to leave to return to Louise's flat to perform everything. Still being a wonderful night. After the act. <laughs> the, the reason I say this, this is because so they're in inverted commas. So that is so funny. The act. After the act. I'm not sure if it was just the hormones flowing, but I decided to ask Louise if she would like to be my girlfriend and go into a committed relationship not the commitment after the shagging. <laughs> overjoyed, because I'm sick, me. She said yes. What? Just said overjoyed and then in brackets, because I'm sick, me. <laughs> uh, she said she said yes. Anyways, 20 minutes later, that haze started to wear off. Oh, no. And I suddenly realised what I had done and the reason why I hadn't asked her to be committed in the first place. The reason being was that her face had this sort of growth coming out of it. No, what? Which was on her nose. Wait, what does he mean? <laughs> I think it was like maybe she had like a like a wart or something. I don't know, like a like an imperfection, let's say, on her nose. But why is that so off-putting, Bruno? I don't know. And when I say I don't usually think about people's looks in this way, right. I don't. I just couldn't not imagine looking at my own kids with that nose and having to love them unconditionally. Oh my god! Oh my god! I shouldn't laugh. That is awful. <laughs> After about 20 minutes of thinking everything through, I decided that the best route was to break up with her there and then after 40 minutes. Wow. Proceeded to grab my clothes and change and book what ended up being the cheapest taxi I've ever taken. God must have been watching every part of that evening and I think that was his way of telling me I'd probably done the right thing. Wow. <laughs> I really don't know how to feel about that. What attracted you to this Louise in the first place if yeah. she wasn't that good looking? Maybe she was just easy. Yeah. I mean, when you're in your hoe phase. Yeah, I think sometimes I've had sex with people who necessarily aren't my type and people who probably have had sex with me and I'm not their type mm -hmm. just because we're both easy. Yep. At the time, I'm not At anymore. <laughs> but like i've got morals now it happened with me at uni though this person's this person was at uni as well yeah so it's what's convenient at the time and Whatever this was obviously get. convenient but <laughs> any hole's a goal any hole is a goal <laughs> and as this person has said the hormones were flowing and in that moment mm. post nut clarity post nut that is exactly what that's this exactly is. what it is post nut clarity this person this bruno has gone oh yeah i'm feeling her 
Do you want to be my girlfriend? 20 minutes later, take Shit. a look at her. Shit! 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 <laughs> We've all made mistakes. Not a 40 minute relationship, that's a little bit extreme. <laughs> okay, the last listener story is again from, we'll call this one Kevin. This I was going to say, it's very Bruno heavy. Very Bruno heavy. This is a Kevin. The other two were definitely Brunos. Though. Oh yeah, for sure. This is a Kevin. This is a Kevin. So, let's get into it. I'm ready. All right, babe. I was at Chichester University. Oh yeah, up, Chai the, massive. up the wishing. <laughs> and my first freshers week, I didn't know anyone I was wondering about and tried to make friends whilst also on the pull. Not the pole. I managed to make some friends that were on the same course as me. And we were stood at the bar in the SU. And this girl came up to one of the lads and tried to chat him up. He shrugged her off and said she'd try to go on to each of the other lads before ending at me. I was quite drunk at this point and didn't notice too much of what was going on. This girl starts chatting to me and seemed like we hit it off. The lads I was with at the time said to me, let's go find better people. Excuse me. Meaning girls. (gasps) I was thrown by this. As this lad didn't seem to be a rude person and I was confused he was being rude. I said, nah, I'm good. And carried on chatting to this girl. Good for you, Kevin. Well done, Kevin. Skip ahead a few hours. Me and this girl have kissed a bit. And I knew I had this night covered for company. Alexa, play careless with I really like that sentence. Covered for company. I'm going to use that. It came to the end of the night and we were stuck in the back of a crowd trying to get out the marquee. This girl goes in front of me and puts her hand down my jeans. Excuse me? And in starts, a public place. <laughs> starts to have a good feel around. Ooh. If you know what I mean. Public flandolin. I became panicked, thinking Ooh. someone would see us and pulled her hand out. Mm-hmm. She then kept trying to whisper things into my ear. But I was a good foot and a bit taller than her. Oh God. So she was saying stuff quite loud. And others could hear as they were looking and laughing. Ugh. Oh God. We ended up back at her halls and doing the deed. It was about a six out of ten. <laughs> as this was the only the fourth time I had had sex. So I didn't know everything. Okay. We finished and she starts saying that it's the best she's had so far. And I said, oh really? What out of everyone you've slept with? And then she stared at me and said, no, at uni. I then asked the dreaded question of how many is that? And she replied, only about 14 to 15 people. Bearing in mind, this is freshers week. Wait, 14 to 15 people in the first week of freshers? I'm assuming so. From what this person said, this is their first freshers. I was going to say 14 to 15 people. In general, general, fine, fine, but... In a week? In a week. That's like, what, four shags a day? From the sounds of it. I was shocked and was like, what the fuck? We had only been at uni for about a week. How the fuck oh, did she do shags that? A day. How the fuck did she do that? I would like to know. She then said, yeah, I've done most of the football team. <gasps> so I'm going why. to move on. I'm going to move on to the next sport. Stop it! I laughed, and then she asked me to stay. Luckily, my friend called me and asked me to help them get home, so I was out of there in a flash. I don't blame you. She then, for the next two months, kept trying to sleep with me again, 
even after I found out, (laughs) she contracted the clap. No. And didn't tell me. (gasps) I found out from someone else who had slept with her. Safe to say, I never looked at her again. Well, Kevin. Kevin. You bagged yourself a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) I find it very impressive that she managed to sleep with nearly 15 people in a week. Like... That's two shags a day. That's... We're not even counting rounds. That's impressive. That's That's, very impressive. That's two different people a day. Like, like, let's be clear on that. Like, two shags a day, fine. Two different people a day for the week. And, you know, we're in Freshers' Week. We're not at the end of Freshers' Week. This person said that we're in it. Normally, the big night out was a Wednesday. So that would be three days in. Three days in. And she's managed to sleep with 15 people. That's five different people per day of being at Freshers. Snaps to her. (laughs) I mean, how? I wish. (laughs) How? But the fact that she said that she'd done most of the football team and she was moving on to the next sport. Iconic. I did it. (laughs) That was me. I've slept with a lot of rugby players. Mine was the rugby team. Mm -hmm. Right. Sharon. was all of our listener stories we love that for this week they were really really good really good stories kevin's and bruno's keep them coming yeah i love a story from a boy me too because it's just a different perspective like all of our friends are are pretty much girls we've got a couple of boyfriends but yeah one of them's a dad we've got a mum and dad in the group we actually have an actual mum and dad in the group yeah we have like a, a a tiny human like part she's of not group. even a month old yet no and she's so beautiful we're meeting her next week i can't wait so yeah bruno's and kevin's keep them coming thank you for the stories on to the next segment on to the next segment baby it's time for a new section Woo! with three episodes in and adding more in Woo! housemate stories okay housemate stories where do i even fucking begin where had we been we hadn't been anywhere no we had we'd all been out we'd all been out yeah that was the night that i decided to put my phone number on friendship bracelets because i was trying to attract a kevin (laughs) and we went out so there was me emma our friend louise her ex-boyfriend kevin and emma's bruno and me, fifth wheeling. <laughs> <laughs> you just cover part of the package. I do. This is the thing. Like, you have no choice. No. I just turn up. And it's fine. Yeah. Everybody loves I me. I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, thank you. It's true. Slay. Like, love you. Love you. We had been out on the lash big time. Yeah. Like, it we was only supposed pissed. to be pissed. Like, one drink, wasn't it? We yeah. weren't going hard. We ended up having, like, two bottles of wine. Uh-huh. We all went to bed... Woke up the next morning. Bear in mind, we didn't get to bed till about three. Yep. But we were fine, weren't we? You were fine. I was actually okay. Yeah. Uh, my Bruno was not. No, he was not well. He was not well at all. He was down in the bathroom, throwing his guts up. So, you're driving. I'm driving. We're in Sheffield. We're in wood seats, to be specific. And I'm driving down this road. And Bruno is in the back. Emma is next to me in the front. Mm -hmm. Passenger princess that she is. I actually am. And I've got music on really loud because all I can hear in the back seat is Bruno gipping, 
coughing, spluttering, burping. And I'm like, God, I can't cope with this. Mm. Next thing I know, he's asking to roll down the window. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll roll down, roll down the window. It was very hot in your car. It was very hot in my car. But it was a hot day. Yeah. Next thing I know, Lois, can you pull over, please? Pull over. The door opens and all we hear is... <laughs> now, Bruno was sat behind Lois. Yeah. So he was throwing up into the road. Cars were driving past. Not on the pavement. Into the road. It was awful. I drove away and I looked in my wing mirror and I could just see it on the floor. He felt loads better though after. Yeah, he felt loads better, but at what cost? (laughs) Oh dear. I'm traumatised. That's Bruno's being sick story. And then we also mentioned the story about how I... uh, Giving myself concussion. So Lois's parents' house used to be like the central hub for our friends because they live really close to town. So whenever we used to go out, we used to do pre-drinks at their at their house and then we would stay over. Just so happened to be Halloween. <laughs> so we'd all dressed up. We'd gone as the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. One of our friends refused to go as a Spice Girl, so she decided to go as like a purge person. Yes. This friend, it also happened to be like her last night out with me and our other friend because we were both going back to uni. We were just back for this this night out. Mm-hmm. She was moving to Australia. She was moving to Australia. So we we all had a really good like time and then we ended up all going back to Lois' house. The, the four of us stayed in your room and our friend who's moving to Australia, she gets up in the morning because she needed to go to work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 7am bearing in mind we got in again at maybe three o'clock mm-hmm. i was smashed yeah i don't remember pretty much any of that night no. like i know it was like nearly six years ago now i get up to go for a wee i'm stood in the doorway about to say goodbye to our friend and the next thing i know i'm on the floor now i don't know what happened no no I, one does. No one saw it. We no, just heard a massive thought. I basically fell into Lois's banister and then fell onto a set of drawers and then on the floor. Now Lois's stepdad, Paul, the king he is, comes <laughs> over and he's like, Emma, Emma, what's your name? What's your number? Where do you live? Like giving me all these questions. But I'd really, really knocked myself out. Yeah. <laughs> Our other friend was sat next to me and she was like, Em, babe, you can't go to sleep. I was like, I just want to rest my head because I was still drunk or really concussed. hungover and concussed i didn't i wasn't sick no felt sick though yeah and then i literally couldn't leave lois's house until i was feeling better because every time i moved i was just feeling dizzy the second one it was like 2020 yeah you'd invited our girls round. yes we had drinks we had like food and stuff and there was the big group of us yes but the strict rules from your parents was they no one was allowed inside because yeah. your mum wasn't very well, so we needed to make sure that that space was as clean as it possibly could be. And I was in Lois's bubble, so I was fine in there. We're then doing Jaeger bombs. I don't do Jaeger bombs. No, you don't. No. We were doing, like, wine, gin. We drank copious amounts of alcohol. Our friend then went, do you want to join me in a 
cheeky green cigarette, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. You'd never done it before. Never. I had. So I went, yeah, sure, why not? It's been a while, but I, I'm happy to. You wanted to try it. I wanted to try it for the first time. So the three of us are sat outside sharing this green cigarette. I don't like calling it that. Grass. Sharing the grass. That's worse. <laughs> sharing. Share, just say sharing the sig. Sharing the sig. We were sharing the sig. And we get to we get round to it and it gets to like the bottom of it. And our friend goes, I don't want to finish it. Do you want to finish it? I go, yeah, sure, fine. I finish up the cigarette. I just want to reiterate, I had about three drags of this yeah, thing. Yeah, didn't have much. I was like... I, I was drunk for one yeah. and I, I wanted to try it and I was in the mood to try it. Yeah. Therefore, it did not take effect on me yeah. as much as it did on oh, ever. Oh, it and... took a toll on me. <laughs> so I hadn't smoked in maybe like three years prior to this. Yeah. And finished it up. We get up and we go to go back into the house. <laughs> You get me a glass of water. I do. Because I think I got up a bit too quickly. So I get up. I'm stood in the doorway. The next thing I know, I'm on the floor. Don't know why I'm on the floor. Why am I on the floor? (laughs) I passed out. I got up too quickly. And I passed out. And I was about this close, this far away, like an inch away from whacking my head on the kitchen counter. (laughs) You swat the bin across the kitchen. I swat the bin. But the kitchen counter, which made a marble... I missed, luckily. Imagine if you'd have hit your head on that. I know. None of us would have been in a fit state to do anything. Nope. So then, Lois and our friend helped me up. I bit my tongue. Oh, God, yeah. And I couldn't feel it. I was, I had a literal out-of-body experience. You did. I couldn't, I couldn't speak properly. Every time there was like ringing in my ears, my head, everything was in like slow motion. The next thing I know. I'm leant up against the door. I slide my way down because I can't. I simply cannot stay stood up. <laughs> Next thing, bin lid off, spewing, spewing. Except you didn't make it to the bin. Nope. She spewed on the bin lid before taking the lid off, <laughs> and it just went everywhere. <laughs> That's a combination of drinking, smoking, and concussion. <laughs> Yeah. So in conclusion. In conclusion, Emma should just not drink. <laughs> in conclusion, I should just not. <laughs> She's a liability. The next segment is question to the listener. Question to the listener. So, shall we do answers from the questions from last week's podcast yes, first? Yes, go ahead. So our questions that we asked last week were... Would you rather be stood up or catfished? Ooh. 64% of you said you would rather be stood up than be catfished. Really? I agree. Do you? Yep. I I think being stood up is way, way less worse than being catfished. Like, being stood up is at least you know the person who's standing you up and you can go, you're an arsehole. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak to you again. Mm-hmm. Your chance has gone. No more dates for you. Yeah. Being catfished, though, I think is loads worse. <laughs> so, that leads quite nicely onto your story about how you 
Got catfished. Yeah. Oh, God. Thinking about this has just brought up so much trauma. Yeah. So this was summer 2021. Mm. It was just before you met your Bruno. It was. So it was quite a while ago. We met on Tinder. We exchanged phone numbers, which again is another reason why I do not exchange my number with people. I would rather give them my social media. Mm-hmm. Because then they know who I am and I know who they are. Mm-hmm. We start texting. We start ringing each other. Never would he answer my FaceTime. Red flag number one. Red flag number one. When it came to trying to organise a date, he would, you know, give me a date, a time. But then he would just disappear for about four days. And I was like, right, well, I've been ghosted. Four or five days had passed, and he'd turn back up again. But he'd give me some stupid excuse. We'd arranged everything. Date, time, place. I was going to his house. He was going to cook me dinner. Like, we'd arranged everything. I was just waiting for his address. Yep. Ghosted. It was only the third time, I think, it happened where we went, this This isn't normal. No. Because he'd organize you'd organize the first date you then rearrange the second date and then the third time it was paul who when he needs to come and pick you up from somewhere that isn't here yeah because if you give him your address he knows where you live yeah so we'd you'd arrange to like meet him around the corner or something like that yeah i think it was at the shop near my mom's house so i was waiting for him to text me that he was here yeah so i could walk from my house to the shops it was literally a two minute walk Mm. and never heard from him yep and it was at that point that i was like i'm so done with this but this is another reason why ladies and gentlemen boys and girls louise's and bruno's and kevin's and emily's when you block someone keep them blocked he was he was blocked after this i know but you did block him after the first time and the second time and then unblocked him do you remember the time we were in the gym the gym Oh, I was fuming. So I was like... We were sharing headphones and this particular song that he had sent me came onto the playlist and Emma went, oh, get this off now. And I just looked at her and she went, what have you done? And I went, I unblocked him. We're talking again. And you fuming. were... Oh my, I've never seen you so livid. I think the reason I get so annoyed about it is because i'm like where is the respect for yourself young lady oh i'm more respectful like, of myself now, I know you are now at, at that the time at that time yeah i didn't see myself the way that you saw me yeah and i now do yeah our friend who's currently single yes i would say that she is in such a good he- headspace because yes. she doesn't let people treat her like shit no whereas you i did. were and it was oh it was infuriating i remember being so frustrated because i was like what is so special about him and it was just because he was the only one on the scene it was that's exactly the thing and i wasn't okay with being alone yeah i now am yeah growth growth heaven forbid me and this kevin don't work out Mm. but i know i'll be fine if we don't something that you said you had a life before him yes you will have one after him exactly like you'd be upset obviously but like yeah you you, you would be fine and i think the story that we told last week of the person who led you on, I think he taught you that. Oh, God, yeah. Because, yeah, okay, you were sad for a month, but I think you couldn't see yourself 
not you couldn't him see in my life. yourself not having him. Yeah. And like, it is actually fine. I'm I, like, I'm better now than I was. Yeah. We should probably go into why we knew he was a catfish. So I'd blocked him. And then I archived our chat because I wanted it to go back on at some point in case he ever tried to reach out again. Yeah. And I was looking through my archived chats for one day. Can't remember why. Mm. And I went on our chat and his profile picture changed to a completely different person. Yep. So that's Lois's catfishing story. Yeah. We also asked the question of you're in a relationship or you're with someone. Yeah. And you are allowed one person. Give or take. Give or take. <laughs> You're allowed somebody who, if they turn up and go, I am in love with you, you are allowed to get married or be with this other person. Our listeners, we have Pedro Pascal, Henry Cavill, Charlie Hum- Hunman. Hunnam. Only in King Arthur, though. Okay. I don't know who that is. He's from Sons of Anarchy. Not seen that. No, you haven't. I have. You know that film I watched the other day with Kevin that I was telling you about with Rami Malek in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Hunnam was the other main character in it. Okay. Sydney Sweeney. Yes. And Lucy Hale. Yes. I don't know who Lucy Hale is. Pretty Little Liars. Which one? Aria. Not seen it. You've never seen Pretty Little Liars. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I've not watched it. We've got Florence Pugh. Oh yes. And Jenna Ortega. Yes. Lisa Snowden. Who's that? That's my dad's. <laughs> no, I mean, who's Lisa Snowden? Oh, Lisa Snowden. She was on, The only reason I know who she was is from Strictly. I can I see you. a picture? You can, yeah. I have no idea who that is. Johnny Depp? Yes. Which Johnny Depp, though? I do like him in Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. I must admit. Jacob Elordi. Makes sense. Jeremy Allen White. Yep. Maya Hawke. Yep. And Joe Keery. Yeah. Oh, Joe Keery. Jack Grealish. Yes. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. I really like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I think she's funny. Hayley Steinfeld and Florence Pugh again. Yes. That's from two different people. And we've got Jason Momoa as well. Mm. Jason Momoa, I get. Jason That's Momoa fair. in Game of Thrones. Oh, Jason. Yeah, just Jason Momoa. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, full stop. Yeah. What a man. Gorgeous. This week's question to the listener. We have another would you rather. And we have the question that we've established. Yeah, so what is or what was your sexual awakening? Do you remember the hex girls in (laughs) Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) fair I think mine might have been Amanda Bynes and she's the man yes that's very understandable yeah maybe maybe even Channing Tatum played a part in the sexual awakening as well yeah. in that film that film was our go to film still is still is but I, I just remember watching it on repeat like I can quote that film word perfect but when much. my eyes are closed I, I see, see you for who you truly are which is ugly we're done, done. Um, yeah, <laughs> that film I could probably, I could, I know I can quote pretty much. You know, bruh. Got a lifetime of knowledge. And then the would you rather we have for this week is would you rather break up with someone or be broken up with? Now I've had both. I've also had both. And I personally think being broken up with 
is less harsh. <laughs> yeah. Breaking up with somebody. You feel so guilty. Yep. Yeah. But at the same time, you have control over it. Yes. I had to break up with somebody over the phone because... Did you? Yeah. It, I basically was with this person in uni. We'd been boyfriend and girlfriend for like maybe... Yes, I remember this. Like three months. Mm-hmm. But it was something that we'd rekindled after my first year. I just was not not feeling it at all. Mm-mm. And I was with like my best friends at uni. My bestie, we'll call him Kevin, was sat next to me and he went, Emma, you don't want to be with him. And I went, no, I don't. And he went, so break up with him. And I went, okay. He dialed it for me because he knew I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I then broke up with my Kevin over the phone because he wasn't at uni at the time. Mm-hmm. And he screamed at me. Did he? Screamed at me. He was like, fuck you, fuck this. To be fair, I did do it the week before his birthday. Oh, But the reason I did it before the week before his birthday is because he was trying to get me to go to his parents for the birthday weekend. And I didn't want to go. I was like, I don't want to be with him anymore, but I, I can't break up with him a week before his birthday, but I can't go and meet his parents. That's my story of breaking up with someone. Would you rather... Be broken up with or break, or up, break with. up with someone. And who is your sexual awakening? Yeah, that's what we want to know. And we will leave you with that. Thank you, as always, for contributing, for supporting. Let us know what you think of the new setup. Yeah, we need to know because I am living I right love now. it. Round of applause for Lois for editing so far. She's doing a great job. Thank you. You know what to do. Follow the socials if you aren't already. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will see you next Friday. Bye! Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.